That didn't really sound like a cough the second one. It was more like a me being stabbed in a movie by like a samurai. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Welcome to chapter one, two, three of Poetic Truths of a light tinted gentleman. How are we all doing? I'm pumped up, guys. I don't know if you can tell, but the sun is out. It's shining. It's a new bloody week of the podcast. I'm my uh, my pulse is here, my heart's beating, I'm quite literally alive. And fair chance, if you're listening to this, you are also alive and good for you. Unless you're listening to this while flatlining uh, right now and you're about to get the defib out and you're just chilling in the afterlife but you can still hear my voice. Uh, if so, hit me up on the email uh, or the knock, let me know what the afterlife is like, let me know what I can expect um, and yeah, otherwise, I'm bloody, I'm feeling it today, guys, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I just burped, it's so weird when you, <laughs> I don't edit this podcast, fuck it, but I just, I like, always burp into the microphone, <laughs> and there's some poor people listening to this on the train, at work, at class, you know what I mean, and they're just gonna listen to my, me breathing in their ear holes, um, but I guess that's what you subscribe to, you know, it's part of my charm, so, I hope you guys have had a good week. I've had a pretty good one. What, what's happened this week, man? Been a big week for pop culture. Last episode of Game of Thrones, the world was severely disappointed. And there's probably a few people listening to this. I actually like the last episode. We'll talk about it at the end of the podcast because uh, I don't want to spoil it. And also, some people don't care. So, I'll give you a chance to to not listen for multiple reasons. I'll do it right at the end. If you don't want to hear about Game of Thrones and you want to get about your day, that's fine. We'll do it at the end. Uh, but there was an election as well. Big day for Australia. If you're international, probably won't understand this next bit of chat or care. But um, Australian elections, actually for international people, Australian elections are so weird. It's, I know this is what it is in every country, because I've never had any other experience, but uh, it was our federal election, which means it's like, who's the new Prime Minister of Australia? Should we keep in old mate ScoMo, which is legitimately what we call our, who, yeah, what we call our Prime Minister, um, or should we put in that other bloke no one likes, uh, Bill Shorten? That was what we were deciding as a country, and... I don't want to speak on behalf of everyone, because it's not everyone, but I think I can speak on behalf of many here when I say no one really gives a fuck. Like, people care. Oh, no, like, it's important. It affects our lives and stuff. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter really who gets into Parliament. Nothing that significant seems to ever change. It's just kind of... I mean, I guess it matters, but I don't know. I feel like when people go to the booths, they're like, yeah, I'll vote, but like, I don't really care. You know, no one's crying over the election, you know, if, if their person doesn't win. You know, it's not like another country where if someone awful wins, there's now going to be a dictatorship, or, you know what I mean? It's not, not nothing bad's going to happen. Oh my God, the landline's ringing. Someone made a meme about this the other day that I posted on the Memoirs of a White Guy Instagram, which you can go follow, by the way. It's just Memoirs of a White Guy podcast on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, it's whenever I get into, like, an interesting thing I'm talking about, I get heckled by my landline. Why, why does our family have a phone? 
that isn't a mobile. And who's calling it? Like, I don't have many grandparents left. I can't think of who would be still calling that shit. Anyway, it always rings whenever I do a podcast. Swear to God. Um, what was I talking about? Once again, the landline ruins this podcast week after week. The next time it happens, I just want to go out there and disconnect the thing. I was talking about the election. No one really cares. Like, people care to an extent, is what I'm trying to say. And uh, the best part of our election is that pretty much wherever you go vote, they have a sausage sizzle. So, it's kind of like Bunnings. People mainly go for the snags, but they're also like, all right, I'll get some two-by-fours and a hammer while I'm here. But in this case, I'll also vote while I'm here. So, that's kind of what our election is to international people. Now, for Australians, uh, I went to vote, as everyone did. It's compulsory. So, I uh, was like, yep, going to bloody do my bit. Democracy. And uh, I went to my old high school to vote, which is a, a voting place in my area. And um, I was I was walking in it, and something some pretty wild happened. I want to know. I still can't work it out. Are the people who hand, hand you the flyers of which parties and stuff to vote for on the way in, are they paid by the political parties or are they just, do they just work for the government and are handed a t-shirt on the day? Like today, you'll be handing out the Liberals, uh, you know, pamphlet. Oh, you'll be handing out the Greens. You'll be handing out Clive Palmer's, blah, blah, blah. I, I want to know if those people work for the parties or if those people are just work for the government and they just get given a colored t-shirt on the day because this is what this something crazy happened it blew my mind i was walking into the booths right walking into the place where you vote and there's all these people queued up like different t-shirts so there was a you know middle class working guy wearing a red labor t-shirt and i was like oh that makes sense that guy uh looks like the kind of guy who would vote for labor uh, and you know, there was a, there was a rich white guy wearing a blue singlet, obviously the liberal one. I'm like, you know, yep, can, you know, fair enough. That rich white guy has a lot to gain from voting for liberal. It's like, sweet. That makes perfect sense. There was a kind of hippie looking dude, like had like one dreadlock, not, not a whole hair of dreadlocks, nothing crazy. Just like a braid, a, a dreaded, you know, like, it was more of a braid. Actually, it wasn't a dreadlock, you know, hanging down from his, you know, like from his little ponytail and stuff. He was, he was uh, handing out the form for the greens. I was like, good, makes sense. Uh, there was a fat white guy handing out uh, Clive Palmer's thing. I was like, well, makes perfect sense. Um, he kind of seemed like he'd text me uh, without, I just spat on the microphone then. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, you did, look, I, I didn't have to say that. Because people listening to the audio would have known. And now I've just dobbed myself in. God damn it. Anyway, this fat white guy handed me the Clive Palmer thing. I think it was actually Clive. Um, and I was like, Clive, appreciate it, mate. And then <laughs> the last in the queue was a Muslim guy handing out, hand trying to hand me a One Nation Pauline Hansen flyer pamphlet. I was like, do you work for the... This is what got me. Because as soon as I walked past the other people and I was like, oh, they must work for the parties. You know, rich white guy working for ScoMo makes sense. And then I got right to the end and just threw a real spanner in the works. And I went, does this guy support Paul Hansen Or has he just got really unlucky on the day? And even if he did work for the government and they don't work for the parties individually... Surely when someone handed the Muslim guy the bloody 
you know, yellow slash orange stuff for Pauline Hansen's party, someone was taking the piss. Someone was like, ah, there you go. That's your job for the day. Have fun promoting everything you probably should hate. I, that just shocked me. Now, I don't want to get into the politics of it all, but that's... I was very surprised, okay? And this dude didn't look like he was having fun handing out her flies either. So look, if anyone can actually answer that for me, I really want to know if the people on the election day were working for the parties uh, who were in like the colored t-shirts or if they were just, you know, being volunteers or working for the government or whatever. I couldn't work it out. But uh, that shit blew my mind. Um, man, I... Look, again, I don't want to get too political, but there's... I live in, like, a fairly... I don't live in Queensland, is what I'm trying to say. I live in, like, a fairly well-to-do suburb, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's lots of trees. I would say quite a, you know... Uh, like, Labor wins every year in our area. That That's, like, that's like what the kind of area that I live in, right? Working-class kind of suburbs. And I didn't kind of know, like, their people... Obviously, there's people who exist, and look, you can vote for whoever you want, believe whatever you want to believe, and that's cool. I don't, I don't really care. Um, but there was a guy, just it just shocked me, and it was just like, this guy dropped his ballot paper on the floor next to me, and I, I didn't mean to look at it, but obviously, I just quickly, like, I almost went to help him pick it up. I was like, oh, there you go, man. And then as I, like, bent down, he quickly snatched it out, but before he snatched it out, I saw that... <laughs> He's, I just saw his number one and two, and number two vote. It was Fraser Anning's party, number one, and then, like, which is obviously Egg Boy's nemesis, and then Pauline Hansen, One Nation, number two. Now, vote for whoever you want to vote for, that's cool. But what shocked me was when he bent over, he didn't have a swastika tramp stamp. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought he'd bend over and there'd be, like, a cute little, like... Hitler, you know, like a Hitler tat on his, on his lower back, you know, from when he was in his early 20s. Oh, we've all made a few mistakes, but you know, uh, no, but that just shocked me. I was like, not, look, that is, look, believe what you want to believe in. I personally, um, you know, wouldn't vote for those two parties, but, um, yeah, I, that just shocked me. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I, I was like, maybe if I was in Queensland, I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. You know? The bloke's probably going to shove his nutsack on a window, which is a callback to last week's podcast. Um, anyway, so that, that, that was just the thing that happened, and that just shocked me uh, to my core. So, um, yeah, ladies and gents, uh, what else has been happening this week? Yeah, so there was an election. Oh, I got an email about the election, actually. While we're on the topic, I'll uh, read it. Um, you can still send me an email, by the way. I just will prioritize the knocks. Uh, I get a lot of emails still for the podcast, and some of them... Uh, you know, I, I don't read them all. So, but this one, I thought it was, I didn't read it all, but you know, I think it was on the topic of the election. It was quite long, so I didn't read it all, but I'll read it all now. Um, and I think it was more of a question. Uh, and look, this podcast rarely gets political and yeah. <laughs> so this is, so what I'm trying to say is if you're about to hear for the next five minutes, a fairly uninformed and ignorant take uh, on politics, but I'll try and be fair. I'll do my best. Um, hey Luke, love your shit. Keep up the good work. Please keep me anonymous. Just call me Isabel. No worries. I've got a problem for the podcast that I would like you to help me with. Since the federal election is coming up, we're studying politics, uh, right now at school. We had a project on studying a political party we supported. 
So I was sitting in science with my friend. Let's call her Victoria. Um, okay, let's do that. So I just gotta get a drink. Um, by the way, studying politics in school, unless I, I don't think is a good idea to um, study. Like, obviously, you understand how our how our system works, but I don't think it's a good idea to um, necessarily try and sway kids early. Um, but yeah, definitely, that you know, it was good, always good in school to be like, oh, this is how society works. But they still never taught me how to fucking, you know, do my tax or anything good like that in school. Um, have, so anyway, so we are having, a, me and Victoria, we're having a nice chat about Panic at the Disco. But then she brought up the subject of the project. Um, now this is where shit hits the fan. I support one, so this, this is how things turn, man. This is why you should only ever talk about Panic at the Disco, alright? As soon as politics comes into it, be like, oh, do you like Blink-182 as well? That's what you should say. That's how you get out of it. You know, if someone's like, so she goes, this is where shit hits the fan. I support One Nation and she supports the Greens. So we're at opposite ends of the political spectrum. Now, for those overseas, uh, the Greens is like completely left-wing, uh, like progressive, bloody legalized weed, fucking climate change, woo! And One Nation is like, stop the boats, um, fucking, you know, strict immigration, very right-wing, you guys get it. Okay, so completely different ends of their political spectrum, that's all you need to know if you're an international listener. Uh, so yeah, she said the One Nation, she said One Nation was racist, so I have to explain to her how they're not, but she started talking about how they are like Donald Trump, and by the end of class, she convinced herself I was a full-on racist and even went around telling our friends, sitting around us and telling them that I was racist, that I supported Donald Trump. Uh, no, you don't support Donald Trump. You support uh, Pauline Hansen, who's <laughs> the Australian Donald Trump. <laughs> nah, look, I'm joking, uh, Isabel. Support who you want to support. I don't give a fuck. Um, without even listening to me, uh, blah, blah, blah. She side-eyed me through all our next class together and pushed me with aggressively... Oh, she pushed past me with aggression to move around the room. Oh, getting physically violent over politics isn't cool. Um, just let people... Let people just think what they want. You know what I mean? This podcast, I, I give my opinion a lot, but I'm not trying to change anyone's mind with anything I talk about. I don't care. Believe what you want to believe in. If anything, it's just... I think it's sometimes interesting to, if you, if maybe sometimes you listen to my podcast and you might disagree with stuff I'm talking about, you know, I'm going to talk about later in the podcast, I'm here talking about manual drivers, a lot of people disagreed and that's, that's great, but I think it's good sometimes listening to something that you disagree with and you can be like, oh, I disagree with that, but it's interesting to hear another person's take. I don't, there's no reason to be violent, um, just because someone thinks differently to you, um, Anyway, on the way to one class, she even came up from behind me, shoved me over into a limestone bench. Very descriptive, Isabel. I like it. Which nearly flipped over completely and could have damaged my laptop and other equipment, all while calling me a fucking racist and a typical white person. Um, okay. If we're throwing around the phrase typical white person, Victoria, to Isabel, throw it at me. Vic Isabel, link her my YouTube channel and say... Nahan, this is a typical white person, okay? Link her my Zupa Duper video. Link her the whitest boy who ever lived. That is a factually 
correct look at this fucking podcast <laughs> maybe not this episode where i talk about her but link her some other shit you know you are not a typical white person okay i would say a typical white person uh is her is a greenie who fucking pushes someone for is it, i would say yeah the typical white person these days is a lefty who uh gets violent over the right that is a typical white person move. And also one that claps at the end of Avengers in the credits. Um, those two are the, the biggest traits of a typical white person. Um, you know what it is? A typical white person thing is even having this discussion in the first place. Like, is arguing about policies. Because there's such thing as famine. And there's wars happening. And we're like, oh, legalize weed. And like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> like it matters um outside another one of our classes she asked me what islamic radical terrorism was and when i explained what it was and how it was just the cause of most terrorist attacks um she just called me a racist again and walked away uh technically islam isn't a race it's a it's a it's a belief um i think yeah Islam isn't a, isn't a, isn't a race. Um, anyway, so you can't really be a racist. You can be, uh, what's the word for religion? Where you're anti whatever. Um, this is the thing. This is why I don't talk about these things in my podcast. Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> um, where am I up to? Dude, this is so long. Uh, walked away. Blah, blah. I tried to be nice and calm and explain what I was saying to her so she could see I was simply a nationalist, not a racist, but typical of a leftist. She refused to listen uh, to an opinion that she didn't agree with and done no research on. Uh, and typical of this podcast for me to read an email that I don't have an opinion on or haven't done any research on. <laughs> Uh, she didn't, whatever. We had previously got along very well. We have three classes together. Of course, because you both love Panic at the Disco. Um, isn't it crazy how music can just bring people together, especially the fucking hot bops of Panic at the Disco, man? You can be a bloody greenie. You can support Pauline. But at the end of the day, everyone's got high, high hopes for a living. Shouldn't know. Ben, we should just talk about... This is what I've been saying for years on this podcast. Enough of the bullshit. Let's talk about Panic of the Disco more. <laughs> I think, man, I think I my... You know what? We should start our own political party on this uh, podcast, which is just no politics, just just we just talk about what we want to talk about you know there's no politics it's just panic at the disco bachelor and our policies is like compulsory bachelor watching you know and once a year we have a public you know national osh day and we all take a day off work and we do our hair nice to commemorate osha gunsberg's work on our on our favorite show that's the kind of society that i would be in i feel like if that was what democracy was then a lot more people would, uh, you know, do a legit vote. A lot more sausages would be sold. And that's another thing I want to talk about. Uh, by the way, I'll finish your email in a sec. This annoyed me on election day. I went to vote. Snags are gone up again. You ready? You guys, you guys probably not ready for this. Maybe you're thinking, oh, what, Luke? Don't tell me they're charging two bucks for a snag, you know, because they used to charge a dollar. Some people listening to this podcast might not even remember the time. There was a day and an age where sausages used to be a dollar and you didn't have to pay 
any extra for onions or sauce. There was a golden time there where it was one buck for one snag. That is an honest trade. That is a good system. All right, then inflation came in. Bloody money-hungry fucking sausage chefs bought their bloody expensive grills in and were like, nah, now we're charging two. Now you're probably thinking, Luke, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Luke, don't say it, don't say it. They, they haven't gone up to 250 have they? They have not. Nah, they haven't gone up to 250 Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that in 2019... Sausages from a sausage sizzle cost $3. And if you're a fan of onions, throw your money out the fucking window and take out a loan because holy shit, an extra $1.50. Four fifty. For a fucking snag in cheap white bread with onions on it. Go fuck yourself. Let's bring communism back. Because democracy isn't working for me at the moment. Bloody hell. Let's try a dictatorship. Even, I bet you Kim Jong-un doesn't charge that much for snacks. (laughs) You know? It's like, yeah, he makes nukes. But at least he fucking cooks fucking reasonably priced sausages, I bet he'd be like, mate, you know, like, <laughs> you know, he probably wouldn't even offer food because these people are starving. But look, maybe democracy's still good, guys. I may have overreacted. But the point is, three bucks for a snag, then the... Lucky I don't like onions on my snags. And it was free sauce, thank God. I almost had a heart attack. I bought one for three bucks, like an idiot. Like a fool, you know, like a, like a, one, like a, I just, you know what I felt like? I felt like a serial number, you know? I didn't feel like a human anymore. I felt like just a, you know, you know, they crossed out my line on the ballot paper on the enrollment form and I felt just like one of the masses. And as soon as, and then that made me feel, oh, I'm just like, you know, this huge, you know, I'm just literally just one of the, a cog in the wheel, you know? I'm, I don't matter to this world when they crossed out my paper. And then I was like, you know what? No, everyone's vote matters. And I filled out my form, the way out. I got charged $3 for a sausage. And I was like, no, nah, I am just a number in a queue waiting to die. And that's what life is. When you get charged $3 for a sausage, you really lose hope and gain a new perspective of how simple and dull life really is. So I'm sorry to bring this podcast on such a down note. And uh, look, I didn't want to get too political, but hey, I've done it. All right, I've gone and done it. I just suggested, <laughs> I just <laughs> suggested communism as a solution. So I've gosh done, done it. <laughs> oh God, it's actually wrong though. I know you guys probably think, oh, he's bloody joking again about sausages and sauce, and ah, oh, this is classic Luke. On it, I rarely. I rarely say things that I feel actually passionate about on this podcast. You know, I'm usually just mucking around, having a good old, good old, good old piss farting around, bloody, bloody shooting the shit, you know, class in classic Luke fashion. But this grinds my gears to the core. Three bucks? I'm not made of money. You know, some of you guys might give me three bucks a month on Patreon. And I've, I don't think you guys would want your precious $3 a month to go towards one fucking sausage. 
But that's the cost of living. And that's, you know, and, and I'm not saying I'm a victim. We all are. Okay, we we are all in this society of now. That's the norm. And I, two dollars fifty was kind of like where I drew the line. I was like, look, it's still half of five. You know, forking out the extra fifty. Sometimes it lightens your wallet. You know, you got a two dollar coin. Like fuck them. I'll just give it, give them the fifty cents if they want to make more of a profit. My wallet's lighter. It's not a big deal. But three bucks. It's two gold coins. It's oh, as soon as it becomes more than one gold coin, I'm out. Tap out, boom, communism. Let's let's give it a crack because uh, the democracy sausage has become a thing of the past. You know, democracy is supposed to be for the people. Yet, how do you justify a three dollar snag as for the people? Think about that, Australia. I've been Luke Kidgel. Good night. The Luke Kidgel report, 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 report. <clears throat> All right, guys, that's enough uh, politics. Uh, no, it's not. Actually, I've got to keep fucking reading this email. Um, I just got really distracted. Anyway, so these Victorian Isabel, they're bloody fighting because they disagree and they should be talking about Panic the Disco, uh, blah, blah, blah. Please tell me, so a question finally comes at the end. Please tell me how I can deal with her stubborn attitude and try to make up with her while making her acknowledge what she did. Thank you. Isabel, um, Isabel, okay, my thing would be, my advice wouldn't be make up, up with her, um, don't be friends, she's clearly, look, she's immature, I guess, you guys probably in high school, it sounds like, just, like, honestly, and it's not, I wouldn't give this advice really for many other situations, but I think it's, it's just, it's always awkward talking about politics, particularly if you disagree um, whether it's with your partner or I've never experienced that. I've luckily I had the kind of the same values and stuff as most people around me in my life. But there's always times where you, you know, one of your friends is like, Oh, I vote this. You're like, Oh, I don't. And like, what the fuck, man? And you both think each other's wrong. I've, I've been there. Um, you know, cause I, I did the, I did a test and I'm not like, you know, ashamed to talk about it or whatever. Cause you know, it's just whatever. I did one of those tests to, before the day before I voted of like where I should, where I sit on like the political spectrum. And, um, I literally sit, hang on, I, and I was really honest with all the questions of what I think with all their policies, blah, 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 and uh, I'm trying to find it here. I was sitting, I got it here, so there's like, I was sitting pretty much right in the middle, like, I, I, I was sitting, I can show you the graph on the thing, I was sitting right in the middle, middle of the political spectrum, which is like very close to, uh, labor um and so greens is like far left one nation's far right and i was sitting yeah i guess uh, slightly to the left but mainly in the middle so that's where i sit politically i guess and i've always felt like i just sit in the middle you know why i sit in the middle of everything because you guys know very well in this podcast i have a serious issue <laughs> or i can't bring myself to give a fuck about important things um, because my life is a fantasy. My life's a fairy tale. I'm living the dream every goddamn day. And to be honest, sometimes I don't live in the real world. Um, I live this lifestyle where I am doing my dream job. I'm very fortunate. I've look, yes, I've worked very hard to, I guess, be where I am and, you know, be fortunate enough to be doing this shit every day, to be doing comedy every day. But, um, at the same time, I know that I'm very fortunate to even have that opportunity. So, um, I kind of live in a fairy tale where I don't really think about politics too much. And 
and even, I guess, the world, but, uh, <laughs> which is so fucked up. But, I don't know, I guess, the, my advice, I'm not the best person to ask for advice, is what I'm trying to say. My advice would be, I've always found that it's so much easier to just not talk about it. And I know some, maybe some people disagree with that. Like, no, you should talk about what you believe in and stand up for it. It's like, I agree with that as well, but not if it's going to just end up with you fucking violence. You know what I mean? Not not if it's this girl's not going to be cooperative. And some people just can't be reasoned with, um, whether it's being immature. Uh, obviously, I understand where the other girl's coming from. Just if she's watched bits and pieces from the media, often... Um, I don't actually know a lot about One Nation. All I've heard as well is probably what she's heard, which is like anti-immigration, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure One Nation uh, have policies that I bet we all agree with. I bet there's some policies right down at the bottom of the fucking list that everyone's like, oh yeah, I guess that's fair enough. But it's just the ones that get promoted in the media, obviously are controversial and not everyone agrees with. So I get why old mate Victoria is lashing out because she may not... She's kind of like most people, I guess. She's not well-informed. Um, but I also think there's no reason for her to be violent. That's not cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, maybe that, that's, I don't know, maybe you, you, wanted, you wanted a way where you can inform her of what she's done. Maybe just be like, hey, I didn't like what you did. Um, I'm sorry that we, I still, just, I still really like you as a person. I don't really care about our politics. Like, just fuck it. Just talk about Panic the Disco. That would be my advice. Just be like, what's your favorite song? It's like, oh, I like, but it's better if you do. You're like, oh, I like nine in the afternoon. And then you just start singing and you have a grand old time. You book tickets to their concert together. You start a Panic at the Disco fucking fan Instagram account together. You just start bonding over other shit. And at the end of the day, that is my advice. It'd be, when it comes to politics, maybe it's sometimes best, particularly when you're young um, and not everyone is educated, including me, on the topic. Um... It's maybe best to not talk about it. That's kind of my rule. It's like, if I don't um, feel confident enough actually bringing a lot of knowledge to the table on something, unless I'm doing it comedically as a joke, I usually just won't talk about it. So I'll often <laughs> talk about things very uninformed in this podcast, but that's just because my end goal isn't to prove a point or change people's mind. The end goal is to just have a laugh and, and have a bit of fun. But uh, with this, this doesn't sound like it's fun anymore. So yeah, just don't talk about would be my advice, Isabel. Um, believe what you want to believe. And uh, yeah, cool. That's my advice. Uh, bloody Panic at the Disco for the win. Woo! Cool. All right. <laughs> I want to talk about, um, I'm going to Hobart this weekend. Uh, to do the tambourine tour. Tambourine tour. We're coming across Bass Strait. I feel like Captain Cook. Did he do that? I don't know. I think he went across Bass Strait. I don't even know. <laughs> Why do I have this platform? I know so little about Australian history. Like, all I know is Ned Kelly probably should have worn knee pads. You know? <laughs> That's all I know about Australian history. Yet, it, it comes up a lot. Um, anyway, so I'm coming to Tassie this weekend, doing Hobart. Get down, still tickets available. I'd love to see you there, Tasmania. It's my first ever show. Uh, sorry I'm not doing Launceston. Uh, that show was booked in, and then it just fell through um, dates and venue and things like that. I just didn't end up working out. 
which sucked. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're willing to make the trip from Launceston, then fuck yeah. Otherwise, uh, hopefully I'll get to Launceston uh, in the near future. Otherwise, I'm doing Hobart this weekend. It's my first ever time there. Super stoked about it. Now, I'm doing a 24-hour round trip there, which is good. I've never been to Tasmania before, even for a holiday, for any reason. Never been there before. Never been uh, to the, uh, what, what do they call it? Um, the fucking family orgy that is Tasmania. <laughs> um, and I'm excited. I'm doing a, just going there for one day. So, but I've got a bit of time to kill. I get there about midday or about 1 p.m. I think on Saturday, which means I've got about five to six hours to kill before I have to be at the venue for my show. So I duck, duck, goad things to do in Hobart. And I'll be honest, guys, not a lot of results came up. You know, often DuckDuckGo doesn't give many results, and that's what I like about it. But Jesus, it all, I've, I was expecting it to say, sorry, there are no results. Go to another place. But it said top things to do in Hobart. There was one website, and uh, the top choice was m the Mona Museum, which all I know uh, about that is it's got... It's, it's the vagina wall. It's the museum where they've taken um, bloody... Just they've taken the female genitalia. They've plastered it, you know, a mold of like a, a majestic minge. And they've just slapped a few on a wall. And then the owner's like, that's art. $50, please. And that's kind of what there is to do in Hobart. So... Pay $50 to look at Minge. Um, there's also other establishments where you can do that, but you can do it during the day um, at uh, at Mona. And then if you want to continue the party, then you then you hit the rippers at night. Um, there's probably a few broths uh, down in Tasmania as well. Jeez, I wonder I wonder what a Tasmanian brothel would be like. I've I've never been to to any kind of brothel, so I actually wouldn't know the difference. I would I would have nothing to compare it to, but. Um, I imagine it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the wall of vaginas. Just uh, a lot of, a lot of um, vagina. <laughs> That's so, yeah, because I'm kind of looking somewhere like, you know, I'm going with Meg, right? And we were like, oh, we'll do something during the day, you know. She's been there before, I think, but I never have. So I was like, what's there to do there? And she goes, oh, there's not much, you know, there's a few good hikes and stuff. So I was like, oh, we don't really have time to like a hike. You know, I don't have time to, I'm not going to hike up a fucking mountain before my show. I'm not Frodo Baggins, right? I was like, I'm just going to, let's do something easy that we can do in the afternoon. So the next top choice, so there's the Minge Wall uh, at Bloody Mona, um, and we can look at weird-ass art. Uh, there's the Picturesque Row. It's called Salamancer Place. It's called the Picturesque Row of three- and four-story sandstone warehouses. is not a classic example of Australian colonial architecture? <sighs> Man. That is some boring shit. The third choice is the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race, which happens once a year. So the third best thing to do in Hobart is happen to be there when the yachts come in from Sydney. Mm, Jesus Christ. I should cancel my show. Uh, 
<laughs> Look, I don't... It's so cheap to just shit on Tasmania because it's small. There's the bloody incest jokes. I get it. It's easy to make fun of, and I don't necessarily want to play in that area. You know? Uh, I'm, I'm a highbrow comedian, as you guys know from now. I will not stoop that low for comedy. <clears throat> They're all cousins. But what I want to try and do is go there, have a legitimately good time, so I can come back next week on the podcast and be like, guys... Hobart's popping right now, you know? Hobart's where it's at. Let's do it. I came back from Queensland last week, was raving about the joint, you know? Queensland got a bit of bad press uh, this week from all, all the lefties because they were the reason as to why uh, Liberal, uh, the, the ScoMo bloody got elected back in. But, you know, fuck them, man. Like, it, I bloody love Queensland, you know? Fuck, fuck what people think about politics, right? It doesn't matter about politics. It matters who has the balls to shove their nutsack on a window in a bar. And that's Queenslanders, okay? So, yes, they copped a lot of heat this week from a lot of left-wing people. But, um, you know, get your nutsack out. Right? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> My point is, I want to come back from Hobart next week and fly the flag. But <laughs> just for the amount of research that I've done online... What DuckDuckGo has provided me, which if you're new to the podcast, uh, DuckDuckGo is the superior search engine. Uh, we don't say the G word on this podcast. Um, Google, Bing, and Yahoo are a thing of the past. Even Ninemsen can go die. DuckDuckGo is the future. So if you want to get on board, then yes, yeah, start using it. There is the Tasmanian Museum and Art Gallery. So another museum. Great. Uh, Pilgrim Coffee. There's a cafe that's recommended as one of the top tourist attractions there so look what i'm trying to say is i don't know look i haven't been provided with a lot of good information of things on tasmania so if you're from hobart genuinely hit me up let me know if there's anything legitimately fun to do uh so i can come back and bloody rave about it next week i don't want to come back and shit on shit on your place i'm sure it's lovely down there so yeah if anyone can suggest something cool because at the moment um the internet's just suggested that i go look at bloody uh, wall minge. So that anything sounds better than that. I'm going to go on the Mona website right now and just suss it out. Cause I always have a fascination with what other people, uh, define art as. Cause all I know, again, all mainlanders know about this place is, I don't know why. I think there was a bunch of like articles about it years ago where it's like bloody artists put their vadges on the wall. And I guess that's newsworthy. Um, museum. Ooh, how much is it to go see? I'm on their website now. It is... How much is it? Oh, man, there's a lot of bloody... I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't know how to use this website, apparently. Uh, Museum. Exhibitions. Let's see what's happening at Mona right now. Um, Okay. There's a bunch of weird heads. There's a bloke with a blue. It looks like he's spilled ink. See, this isn't art. All right, I'm not going to do this, right? Maybe I should do a video on this place. This place is nuts. Anyway, I don't... Maybe I don't... Maybe I'm too simple to, to appreciate the glorious art that is weird shit in a cage. But I just don't like those places where they've got like a milk crate slapped on top of a goat's carcass, you know, and there's a bloody kite sticking out the goat's head, and they're like, this represents the farming industry and how the goats cannot 
their souls cannot fly in the wind like the kite. And uh, the milk crate represents um, them being forced to give milk, to give goat's milk to the consumers. And it's really just a study on capitalism. And I fucking hate that shit. Let's be real. You've just put a milk crate on a dead goat and impaled a kite through it. That's not art. That's gruesome torture. That's what you call MA-rated content. That's like Game of Thrones shit, just without the plastic. Although, if you guys watch Game of Thrones this week, you'll, you might have seen they made another boo-boo. Uh, I'll talk about Game of Thrones probably at the end, but they made another big, a big boo. Um, they left <laughs> a water bottle in the shot again. So they ma- they invented plastic. So they left a coffee cup in it a few weeks ago, which is, I don't understand how that happens. It kind of shows you how rushed the series was this new season. You'd think that someone after, like I know how much I even, I edit my own videos. And sometimes after the fourth or fifth or even 10th time I've watched the same thing over and over, I'll notice a thing where it's like, ah, oh, that was in the corner of the shot. Oops, I should have moved that out of the way. You know, I'll notice shit like that. But how did the coffee cup one was amazing. Like just a coffee cup and it went through all the different editors. It went through like all the different stages of post-production, lighting, color grading, and no one went, is that a Starbucks cup? No one. Everyone went, good, done, next. It's just kind of not lazy. I guess it was an an honest mistake, but yeah, just rushed, I guess. Um, all right, guys, I want to do a new segment. So yeah, people from Hobart, hit me up. If there's anything good to do there. Um, I really appreciate it. Also, there's another comedian who I've got a bit of competition with in Hobart. I don't know if you guys have uh, seen, but if you go on the venue's website that I'm doing, the Granada or Grenada Tavern, it's definitely Granada. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But uh, if you go on the Granada Tavern's website, which is the venue that I'm playing this weekend, I was like, oh, go see what else is on, you know. Just, just see what type of venue this is. That's I always check out the venue before I go online. And um, I just hiccuped in the thing again. Um, and there's another comedian on. That's exactly, it's crazy. The same night that I'm performing there, in the same room, same venue, same time, there is another comedian called, there's this guy called Luke Gidgel. And I don't know why there's been a mistake. He's been booked the exact same night as me and... He just seems like a hack, this Gidgel bloke. So I'm reading him now. He's got some tambourine show, or whatever. He's just, he's clearly this. So if you go on their website, it says, clearly says Luke Gidgel. And I'm thinking like, hey, I've never heard of this comedian. So he mustn't be very good. But he's got some tambourine show. It, they reckon, it, oh, he's been traveling around the world this year with this tambourine. He just sounds like um, this, this hacky, like, you know, cheap comic who uses like gimmicks, like tambourines and stuff to sell tickets. It's pretty pathetic to be honest. So if you're going to come to my Hobart show this weekend, make sure you buy tickets to Luke Kidgel's show and not Luke Gidgel's show, so which is at LukeKidgel.com, obviously not LukeGidgel.com, the inferior website and obviously the inferior comedian. I don't know who this guy thinks he is, but uh, swear to God, if I meet him when I'm there, I'll have some fucking stern words and I'll be like, dude, Quit using these tambourine gimmicks, you know. Where what's happened to the real the real comedians? The guys who don't need any cheap tricks, you know. They don't need a bloody prop, you know, to help promote their show. Just the the purists. What happened to them, huh? 
So it's just, swear to God, these young comedians these days, they don't get it. But um, anyway, so come see Luke Kidgel, uh, not the other guy, Luke Kidgel, who's being promoted on the venue's website. I don't know who that guy is. And I didn't even get a mention on their website. It's just all about Luke Gidgel, Luke Gidgel this, Luke Gidgel that. It's like, Luke Kidgel's also coming there, and they've failed to fucking mention me. So I think it's unfair promotion. So can you guys all band together and help me help me prove this Luke Gidgel bloke that it's not all about cheap gimmicks, all right? Buy tickets to Luke Kidgel's show this weekend, and you'll have the bloody time of your life. Um, all right. Guys, brand new segment we're doing. <clears throat> it's called. Uh, it's got a fancy new new title. Um, well, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a new segment, right? I've even got some music. Um, now I do want to get uh eventually upgrade it so I can have like buttons to push and stuff, where I can play sound effects through the audio. But I haven't got that yet, so we're just kind of going off the phone here. But guys, um, we are doing, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of. Get the straw, a butt. Woo! Alrighty. Now, guys, get the straw is um, a new game where I tell people on the internet to um, suck a butthole. And the way it works is, sorry, I won't stop the game show music. It's pretty fun. Otherwise, it loses its fun edge. Alright, now, the way this game works is, uh, I go through usually a comment section of a video I've posted, or a DM, or a personal message, uh, of someone who needs to get the straw, and then we decide, me being all the players, if they should suck a butt or not. Therefore, and it, by the way, if they should suck a butt, uh, therefore we tell them to get the straw! Woo! God, this game's fun. Alright, so uh, the uh, first week of um, Get the Straw is themed around a video that actually posted from this podcast uh, called, um, called uh, it was titled People Who Drive Manual Cars. And you might remember a few weeks ago, um, I think it was like maybe three or four weeks ago, I, I was going on like a, a very, I would say, a, a pretty joking rant about how People were living in the past. You know, there's people still making their own pancakes. Bloody people still driving manual cars. Um, these people still making their own pasta sauce. Like, let's all move on. Now, my point was like, why are we all still doing this? We can be all collectively lazy together. And I put this video up thinking, oh, it'll be a great promo for my podcast. Pretty funny. Um, and, you know, it, it might get a, get a few clicks because I know a lot of people have the, have the age-old argument of like, oh, I drive manual. No, I drive auto. Now, I wasn't trying to piss anyone off. I, <laughs> I genuinely wasn't. Um, someone messaged me actually going like, man, I loved your new podcast clip. You're so good at stirring the pot. Ha ha. I don't try to stir the pot really ever. I think I just have an ability to... Because, again, what I was talking about earlier, I live in this fantasy world where I don't care about what car people drive. I do what I do, and you do what you do, and that's kind of my philosophy with everything. That's the way I live. And I kind of forget that other people care about what other people do a lot. And so, therefore, I kind of forget when I joke around and go, ah, fucking way people drive manual, you can't even wank in traffic. (laughs) That's what I said. My points were, these are my points in the video that I put up for context. My points were, 
man, it's 2019. Like, I can't be fuck changing gears anymore. There's Teslas that can drive cars. I said, you can't even wank in traffic, <laughs> which is a good point. Um, and I also said, like, you're like, you're one step away from being fled Flintstone, implying that changing gears was a thing of the past. And now I think we can all agree if you drive manual or not. That's quite, that's funny. Wanking in traffic, that's a good one. <laughs> now, you know who didn't think that was a good one? A lot of people. I got a message. Hang on. Sorry. I got to start the, I've lost not fun. All right. So the first person. All right. Hang on. Could our next contestant come on down? Woo! Get the straw. All right. So, we have a contestant, and I will use his real name, because, uh, you know, obviously, it's Get the Straw, and, you know, we take no prisoners here, but uh, we do dish out a lot of shit. <clears throat> Ryan sent to me, hey, Luke, you're a gay C, and I won't say that word, because, uh, <laughs> sorry, this music's so distracting. You emb embarrass the fuck out of yourself making that manual video. Now... I should stop the music and point out he has spelt embarrassed wrong. I am B. Okay, instead of E M B at the start. So he's right. You're embarrassed the fuck out of yourself making the manual video. And uh, I hit him back with, hey, Ryan, you spelt embarrassed. Sorry, I don't know. Embarrassed wrong. And this is your profile picture. And with the joke there being his profile picture sucked just like him on my butt. Um, <laughs> and then, well, we had a little bit of back and forth, and then he said, it's a shame you can't find the third pedal, your mum had a girl. <laughs> Imagine thinking calling someone a girl is an insult. And I went down the comment section of my video, and turns out there's a lot of people out there, particularly guys who happen to drive manual cars, a lot of car guys who think, who genuinely think calling me a girl is an insult. I'm not insulted by that. Oh, you're a girl. Great. I'm powerful. And I'm the fucking main character in Star Wars. That's dope. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, so this is, these are all the top comments. I shit you not. So the top comment is, a lot of young girls can't drive manuals, just like the one in the video. Uh, the only, uh, and then it's like, um, it's, all of them are just like, oh, you can't drive manual. Which, by the way, is bullshit, okay? I've played Daytona USA before. I've played by Sega Rally at the arcade. I've, I've been around the block, in uh, not in a manual on the road, because I drive auto, but I've been around the track on the game. Alright, I played Neva Speed, Most Wanted, Drag Racing, Press Shift, Up and Down. I fucking get it. Alright? How dare you accuse me of not being able to drive manual? Alright? This is... Oh, man. To anyone... Swear to God. Dude, all these comments. I'll, I'll keep reading them. Okay? I'll keep reading them. Don't, don't you worry about that. Um, hang on. I just gotta get up a clip first. Alright, before I... Okay, I got it ready. <clears throat> um... So, buddy, uh, buddy, women, this, women, that, uh, this guy's a girl, blah, 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 just, like, full, like, full posting memes about how I'm a girl, and, oh, man, it's just, it, it, it I feel really bad, I, I was gonna hide all these comments, but I was like, well, anyway, that, so there's just, 
uh, I'm trying to find like a a fucking like all the. I mean, look, I don't want to read them because they they're quite misogynistic, and um, I don't really want to encourage that. But uh, I guess I'll find one that I can read. Um, listen to this absolute wet blanket of a human male. You can keep your soy lattes and kale shake. Thick shake, Camry hybrid to yourself, mate. And then the tear face. Hey, man. Get a slurping. <laughs> and guys, that's been this week of Get the Straw. I'm kidding. I'm not done. There's heaps more. Um, but I am running out of time on the podcast. Fuck. I had your suggestions. I had people send in their own get the straws this week. Okay. So guys, if you want, um, I'll try and get proper music and stuff. We'll do it properly next week. Get the straw. If you guys, um, like the new segment and you, there's someone in your personal life who needs to get the straw, get a slurp and suck a butt. Now, if you're new to the podcast, by the way, um, the reason why I tell people to suck a butt is because this podcast is all about equality. And um, I don't want to tell people suck a dick because there's nothing wrong with sucking a dick, you know? And I don't want to people suck a vag. There ain't nothing wrong with sucking a vag. So I just tell people to suck a butt because there ain't no one out there who likes sucking butt. Now, I know there are some people out there who do want to kind of voluntarily get the straw. But, um, you know, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> And those people can get destroyed and they can fucking have fun with it. Because uh, that's not for me. I don't think there's anyone, male or female, fucking whatever gender you want to be, fucking unicorn, non-binary, my name, Jeff. There ain't no one out there who likes sucking a butt. Which is why this segment is about just, just get slurping, alright? And that's that's what we tell people out here, get slurping. So, um, yeah, and another one was, uh, oh, this one's a more of a less serious, uh, get the straw. Hang on, I'll just, uh, get up the music again, uh, because we're starting again. All right, uh, the next contestant on get the straw is, uh, a girl that came through my DMs, which I have to bring up now. It's from Salsa Bill on Instagram. Hey, I'm looking for the You Don't Own Me video. Where can I find it? <sighs> Get a slurping. Duck, duck, go is your friend. Don't ask me where you can find things on the internet. That's like messaging me, oh, Facebook. Where can I find that? Where can I, where can I, I'm just trying to scratch my, where can I find that? Oh, on the internet. You dumb idiot. <laughs> oh, fuck. Some people, swear to God, I don't know how they live. Oh, where can I find your video? I know I know exactly what it's called, and I know that I once saw it on the internet. So, so where could I find that? Oh, my God. My granddad knew how to use a search engine. I saw him once. 
use a search engine. Yet there's like a girl in her mid twenties, like, look how fun you are. I'm you. Oh my god! There ain't enough straws in the world. I swear to God, man. I'm. I, we're gonna run out of straws this weekend. And by the way, to all the people who are like fucking turtles, we are using paper or metal straws here all right i would never tell someone to get the plastic straw all right because again we're all about equality and we're all about being environmentally friendly all right i don't want to i don't want to you know tell someone to get the straw and that straw ends up being fucking up a person's butt and then up a turtle's nose that's not what i want okay so it's paper straws metal straws for all the fucking nerds out there the fucking victorias of the world the fucking greenies who are going to come at me going that i get this shit like that you know I actually get shit like that. Like, I'll just say, like, a thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, so then, like, like I could be telling a story. Where I'm like, oh, and then um, my friend, like, he put the straw in his drink. And then I would just completely move on from that in my story. And then someone will, like, one person can guarantee throughout the week, be like, hey, man, um, you heard you mentioned fucking straws in your story. I just want to check that you're not using plastic straws because did you know? And then they send me, like, a fucking article of, like, a, of that, you know, like, photo that everyone's seen with the turtle up, the straw up the turtle's nose. Like, it actually kills, like, this many fucking marine animals a year. And you're like, don't be that person. We all know. Don't be that person. That's why Greenpeace exists. You're not Greenpeace. You're a fuckwit with a keyboard, okay? And you know what? To anyone sending me that, swear to God, okay, look, this is going to sound bad, but out of context, it's not great. But to anyone trying to save the fucking turtles to me over Instagram, I swear to God. Oh, it's not loading. God damn it. Okay, to anyone trying to save the turtles... Go down to 7-Eleven, get on slurping. Actually, don't go to 7-Eleven because they have plastic straws. <laughs> um, all right, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Oh, I said I was going to talk about Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> damn it, we're already at an hour. Look, okay, I'll briefly talk about it. You can stop listening if you want. Well, or you can stop listening anytime. I'm not your boss. But uh, yeah, I'll talk about Game of Thrones. Fuck it, we'll go extra. Um, I've been watching Game of Thrones for... I mean, I've watched every episode of it, but I, I'd say I started watching it maybe like season three or season four. So I've been watching it season by season for a fair few years now. And I was like anyone. I was pretty disappointed at the end. Obviously, spoiler alert, by the way, um, coming up. So if you don't want to listen, just don't fucking listen. Um, yeah. I, I, look, all I've got to say is... I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm talking about it because... <laughs> I don't care. I don't really care that much. I was disappointed. I think we can all agree it was very rushed. Um, it was kind of weird. There was lots of weird shit that happened. My favorite part uh, of the episode, of the final episode, was when Sam Samuel, what is his name? The Tali bloke. Samuel, or whatever his name is, uh, suggested democracy. When they're all sitting around, like if you've seen the episode, they've all, they're all sitting around uh, the, the, like this courtyard or whatever, and they're trying to work out what they should do, who should be king, they're like, all right, the war's over, who should be the new king, and then he's like, oh, I've got an idea, and then he's like, oh, so what about, and he doesn't necessarily say democracy, but he just describes democracy, he goes, oh, um, <clears throat> I was thinking that we should do this system where if we're going to be in charge of all the people, then maybe the people should be in charge of, of, of their own, you know, of their own destiny, and who wants to rule them, maybe they should get a say and not us, and legitimately everyone all around the table just goes, <laughs> and they pretty much tell him to get the straw, and they pretty much tell him to suck a bite for suggesting democracy, and maybe they knew that democracy was going to turn into $3 snags, 
And they, and you know what? And fair enough. I would have laughed him out of the room as well. If he had have been like, oh, and everyone can choose. And also then, you know, once every three years, we sting people $3 for sausages. I would have been like, <laughs> I think we'll stick with uh, our current system, but uh, where we just elect a king for life. Um, so yeah, that was my favorite part of the episode when they just laughed him out of the room. Honestly, it was kind of boring i want to say I, I i feel like by after episode three i became less interested uh in in the whole thing of how it was going to end and you know I, I didn't really like any of how any of the stories ended i like aria's ending because she just like became like dora the explorer um and she's like fucking what's west of restoros and she just that's cool i guess um john snow i don't really like his ending i don't know I don't know, and they made Bran the king. What, what's up with that? You know, the dude was in a wheelchair, like, you know, bloody representation for the disabled has just gone way too far. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I honestly thought they were going to just gonna just make a girl the king at the end because 2019. That's what I thought. I was like, I bet you like Sansa or some shit or Arya were just like, whatever. I'm not Arya, but I'm like, I bet you Sansa will become queen or whatever. Not king. I'm stupid. Um, anyway, my, my thoughts were, yes, it was rushed. Uh, it was disappointing being a fan of that, but at the end of the day, I, like I've said before, it's a TV show and, uh, a lot of people are pretending like it was the be and end all of stuff. It is disappointing because it was such a, um, kind of historic moment in television, uh, and media history, like the biggest show of all time, probably the last show of that caliber and kind maybe that will ever exist. And, um... Yeah, I guess that's just, it's just disappointing, I guess, that it had to end in, like, a way that no one seemed to be really satisfied in. Um, but anyway, I still enjoyed it up until the last few episodes. It was an awesome show. Um, and, yeah, the fucking dragon was dope when it when it just destroyed the, you know, flamethrowered the throne. I thought that was cool. I liked a shot where Daenerys fucking had the wings behind her, and then she was, like, up on the thing, being, like, full, full Hitler vibes, you know, in front of her army, she, she looked like, she looked like Kim Jong-un when he, like, does those military marches, you know, except she didn't have any nukes, she just has a fucking dragon behind her, what do you reckon would win, like, North Korea, or, like, the, uh, easily Daenerys and stuff, they'd just rip through those nukes and blow them up, Daenerys, like, say, like, unsullied Dothraki, Daenerys and her dragon versus like the United States of America. I still think I think definitely America because they have fucking bombs. Actually, I yeah, North Korea would probably win that fight because all they got to do is kill the dragon with a fucking cannon with an RPG and then uh and then yeah the Unsullied are pretty much screwed because they don't have guns. Actually, I just realized they would get fucking destroyed. That was a stupid argument. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you very much for listening to the podcast if you enjoy this podcast every week i'd love it if you told a friend uh if you rate it on itunes it helps us get back up in the charts we we're in the top 100 this week i saw which is cool and um yeah let's keep this vibe going uh, you can follow the podcast on instagram for any updates memes blah blah, blah about the podcast um buy tickets to the tambourine tour we have hobart adelaide canberra and shit, I missed one. Aubrey is in the middle there somewhere um, to go, and that'll be super fun. Hobart this weekend. Get down. Send me suggestions of things I can do in Hobart. Send me uh, people. Forget the straw. I will make a proper opener next week, um, and hopefully um, I will... I need to get a soundboard. I really want to know a soundboard. Oh, by the way, I'm in the market for a 
somewhat producer of this podcast once I get a soundboard and stuff um, ready to go. So if, if that's something that I guess, oh, by the way, I, you have to be over 18, um, all right, because I'm not fucking hanging out with, it's just weird. It's, I do this at my house. So it's like, anyway, I, I, I want to start working with someone more on my content. So if, uh, if you know anyone who you think would be great, whatever, send me an email, luke.kidgel at gmail.com. Send me, you get the straws. You don't have to knock me up to do it. Just send me at luke.kidgel at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any correspondence, oh fuck the knocks, damn it! All right, we'll do the knocks before I leave. Um, and then, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing. Um, so yeah, send me. You get the straws. If there's someone in your life you think might need a sucker butt, um, I can tell them to get the straw and um, give me a reason why. Um, and also, yeah, if there's anyone who wants to work or like who thinks they'd be interested in like. What the role would entail, as uh, a bit of a weird end to the podcast, but what I'm looking for is uh, an editor slash producer slash person who can just help me with all my content. I'm getting to the point now where I'm trying to churn out so much and every week where I'm and I'm trying to do so much stand-up and all this other stuff that it's uh, becoming a lot of work. Like, I've been doing, like, 12-hour days for the last... Since how? For fucking ever. And, uh, yeah, I want to... I'm in a point where I think I want to get someone else involved that's the only way I can keep my content progressing and moving forward so yeah if you're from Melbourne over 18 you got an interest in like media and like editing and you th- you want to help me make my content better then it's obviously a paid role um yeah let me know hit me up on luke.kidgel.gmail.com or if you have any other messages blah 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 all right the knocks <clears throat> hey luke I uh, left it for a while because I thought someone else would have said it by now. But the ultimate pump-up song is Veronica's Untouched, hands down, pumped up every time. Is that the one that's like, I so, uh, huh, 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 huh. Is that that one? I've got no idea. Um, Guys, this podcast is going for way too long after this. I'm going to sorry, I'm gonna do the knocks next week because we have run well over time this weekend and I need to film a video. Oh my God, a YouTube ad. Are you kidding me? Fuck it. I'm not listening to the Veronica's. I'm not sitting through a fucking 12-second cooking ad to listen to a Veronica's song. Um, <laughs> you can put that on my gravestone. All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Uh, a bit of a longer one this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday, every Wednesday. Memoirs of a white guy. Tell your friends. Get amongst it. Uh, send me an email if you want someone to get the straw. And, um, yeah, have a good one.